When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DMV Download, the new daily podcast from WTOP News is out now. Hosts Megan Clorty and Luke Garrett get the story behind the story. Every weekday afternoon, Megan and I will go beyond the headlines with WTOP reporters and sources to bring you more on the biggest local stories impacting you, our fellow Washingtonians. The DMV Download podcast is available now on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. The DMV Download podcast is presented by Steamfitters Local 602. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Signature Theater honors Carol Burnett at the Sondheim Award Gala tonight at Capital One Hall in Tysons, Virginia. I spoke to Tony winner Santino Fontana about which songs he'll sing to honor Burnett, as well as his journey from Broadway's Tootsie to Disney's Frozen to Amazon's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. We are being joined by... Santino Fontana. I'll be performing at the signature celebration of Carol Burnett. Yes, and it's called the Sondheim Award Gala. Um, and just so our listeners know, it's not going to be at Signature Theater. It's actually going to be at the brand new Capital One Hall over in Tyson's, Virginia. But it's sponsored by Signature Theater, so make just make sure people go to the right, go to the right spot. Uh, so just I guess in general, speak to why Carol Burnett is such a worthy person to receive this. I mean, it's pretty oh, obvious from me. I mean, yeah. Well, she's a international treasure, right? I mean, I think uh, what we consider comedy today has a lot to do with what how she uh, influenced American culture. And I, I, as personally, my as a kid, my grandparents, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents and my grandparents would always watch Carol Burnett and we would watch it together and we would watch it over and over and over again. I think my very first book report when I was in first grade, we had to pick a book from the library. And do, it was like a children's biography about Carol Burnett. So uh, it's very special that I get to uh, you know, help celebrate her and perform for her. And I'm thrilled to be able to do it. Wow. That's really cool that you even went back to the, you know, book reports. <laughs> yeah. Isn't um, it? That's, it is really, it's very, it's very bizarre. I mean, it's really great. Like full circle. Great, 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 great. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, and yeah, we, uh, it's funny you mentioned that you used to watch with your grandparents because, uh, we actually interviewed Carol Burnett. Um, I don't remember a couple a year or so ago and, uh, you know, her famous ear tug that she would always do in her show was a nod to her grandmother. That was her way of looking through the screen and saying, Hey, Hey Nana, I made it, you know? So, well, yeah. And they were, that's what I, I mean, Yes. And I know that because I read her children's biography when I was in first grade. <laughs> so that was cut. You're right. Uh, what, yeah. what am I doing? I'm speaking to the expert here. Since no, you're no, in elementary I love school. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. All right. Well, cool. So you are one of the many, you know, Broadway stars, actors, singer, performers that is going to be, uh, you know, paying tribute. So what exactly are you going to be performing? Do you know yet? 
Yes, I'm singing. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell. It's supposed, I think it's supposed to be a surprise to her. But uh, uh, her favorite song is, or favorite Sondheim song is Anyone Can Whistle. I'm going to be singing that. And I'm also going to be singing uh, Buddy's Blues, which is was from the uh, show that she did on Broadway last, I believe, Putting It Together. Putting It Together, I think, was the name of the last Broadway show she was in. I should look that up. It was a, I mean, it's a while ago now. But it was in that show. It was in one of the shows that she did on Broadway. Gotcha, gotcha. Also a Sondheim song. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, who else is going to be, do you know who all is going to be performing there with you? And there's some real heavy hitters here. I know Bernadette Peters uh, and is. And I'm, I think there's also a, a group of uh, uh, DC local folks who are fantastically talented that will also be joining. Signature favorites. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, um, there's so much we could talk about. I mean, I guess, I guess it makes sense that Bernadette Peters would, would be doing this because, you know, she was in, uh, the Annie, Annie, the film version with Carol Burnett. So that's another cool tie, right? And even way before that they were in, she was one, she was the first guest star. And this is so lame that I know all of this. <laughs> was the first get Bernadette was the first guest star on Carol. I think guest star on Carol's show where she sang uh, and was like a guest, you know, uh, actor in their sketches. And the reason, uh, I think, the, I mean, the reason I know that, uh, I was in Hello, Dolly! with Bernadette for a couple months on Broadway a couple years ago, and I was leaving the stage after one of the shows, and I heard, Santino! <laughs> and I turned, and, uh, you know, there was Carol Burnett. She walked up to me, and I was like, how do you know my name? And um, she had, uh, she was like, oh, I'm a fan, blah, blah, blah. I'm friends with Bernadette. I, uh, and I said, do you mind if I get a photo with you? And she said, I would be offended if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and that kind of kicked off uh, a, a crazy friendship. That, that, and then she came to the opening of uh, Tootsie and uh, we've been friends ever since. So it's kind of bizarre. And it all does tie with Bernadette Peters. So, yeah, crazy, crazy world. That's got to be wild. Yeah, so you grew up reading the book and doing book reports on Carol Burnett, probably watching Bernadette Peters and, I don't know, The the Jerk with Steve Martin, all kinds of stuff. And now you're <laughs> now you're going to be friends with all of them. Now, well, you I, are friends with all of them. I am friends with, that's what's nuts. That's yeah, like, yeah. it's so surreal getting an email from Carol or from Bernadette. Yeah, it's crazy. Forgive me if this is a dumb question, but she will be there getting, you know, yes, as you yes. guys sing to her? She will be there. Carol will be there. Yes. Awesome. Now, do you know if it's something where she gets up on stage and does like an acceptance speech? or is it more like the Kennedy Center honors where that you know she just sits up but you know and, and you guys perform tributes to I, to be honest I have no idea I have no idea you know yes, we'll I find where, out I go where my phone tells me you know, <laughs> that's what I do it's worked out well for you this it. far for sure and talk about I mean and you mentioned you know in addition to you Bernadette Peters there's going to be you know local favorites uh, let me list some of them uh Tracy Lynn Oliveira Nova Payton Bobby Smith you get Mark G Meadows and John Cowboy showing the on you know I guess piano accompaniments and stuff um so it's a really great lineup um I guess talk about why Sondheim is sort of a let's talk about that we've talked a lot about Carol Burnett but you know why why is the Sondheim angle especially you know poignant now because we just lost him yeah, well, he just, yeah, he just passed away. And I think there's nobody who has made a bigger impression on theater in this last, you know, the last century, uh, let alone musical theater, but theater in general uh, and art. I mean, I was, uh, I'm friends with John Weidman, who wrote, he wrote Assassins with, as well as Pacific Overtures. And I wrote to him right after Sondheim passed. And I said, I can't believe he's gone. He seemed like he would always be here. 
And John's response was, he will. <laughs> you know, the, the movie of West Side Story had yet to come out, and or I think it just come out. And then, uh, you know, it, we're not going to have to go very far. His work will be with us forever. So, uh, and it will continue to be done. So, uh, it's, it's, it's especially poignant that we get to celebrate Carol via sometimes, you know, music and lyrics. And she was obviously very close with him as well. Um, and finally getting to do it after this pandemic insanity. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, you mentioned, yeah, West Side Story. And then, um, uh, wasn't he, wasn't he, didn't he, his voice was, I think, also in, um, in Tick Tick Boom, doesn't he call an answering machine? <laughs> that's rare. That's correct. That's correct. He's in Tick Tick Boom. Uh, but also, you know, I mean, the amount of things you're, I mean, it's going to keep coming up. It's, you're not going to be able to get companies on Broadway right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're going to be doing another movie of Gypsy. I'm sure there will be another production of Gypsy. Um, yeah. You know, his work will never, it, he, he has influenced our culture in a massive way. Oh yeah, just just ubiquitous at this point. Yeah, the inf even the influences have, have influenced other things that have influenced other things. Like the the ripple effect is is crazy. Sondheim is is a is a legend. Stay tuned for the rest of my chat with Santino Fontana. But first, a message from a fellow WTOP podcast. DMV Download, the new daily podcast from WTOP News, is out now. Hosts Megan Clorty and Luke Garrett get the story behind the story. Every weekday afternoon, Megan and I will go beyond the headlines with WTOP reporters and sources to bring you more on the biggest local stories impacting you, our fellow Washingtonians. The DMV Download podcast is available now on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. The DMV Download podcast is presented by Steamfitters Local 602. Welcome back to Beyond the Fame for the rest of my conversation with Santino Fontana. Well, you know, you're great at Broadway yourself. Let's remind listeners, you won the freaking Tony for Tootsie. How exciting was that? And and not just winning, but, you know, getting to shape a role that, you know, Dustin Hoffman made so famous on screen. Yes, that's true. I mean, uh, you know, going to the Tony Awards when you're nominated is a lot like going to a wedding where you may end up the groom. So it's, uh, it's like with a, Cinderella, you weren't the groom, right? You were just the best. I man. was not. Billy Porter was the groom, but I was still dressed up in case the bride wanted me uh, or the groom wanted me. It doesn't matter. Uh, the, the glass uh, slipper fits, man. Yeah. Um, no, it's uh, yes. I'm very lucky to be in that group of people and uh, honored to be honored to be. So. Well, tell me a little bit more about the role, too, because, you know, the, the movie itself was was one of the great, you know, it was a Sidney Pollack movie. And, you know, what is it? You're, you're supposed to be a tomato. Uh, it makes me really <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a great, a great, a great look at early tomato. Broadway stuff, too. And you got the Bill Murray throwaway lines like, you know, I think we're getting into a weird area. Like, well, actually, by the way, sorry, I'm geeking out now. My favorite line from the movie is how far can you pull back the camera? And he goes, how about yes. Cleveland? <laughs> yes, I know. But, um, but doing it on stage, you know, and, and uh, you know, trying, what was it like trying to make that for the modern era, you know, because, you know, the cross-dressing thing, you some like a hot Miss Doubtfire, Tootsie, et cetera. But like today, it's, it's like we live in a new world now. So how do you sort of update that for our modern sensibility? Well, luckily, you know, Robert Horn, who also won a Tony for uh, Best Book for Tootsie, he adapted it. Uh, and uh, thank God I didn't have to do that because it there's so many, you know, minefields in there. I think he did a great job of reminding us that this is a story about a desperate man who makes a terrible decision, but an entertaining one, and uh, uh, and learns a lot about uh, you know stepping inside of somebody else's shoes. 
Um, it was great to be able to be in an to be in a theater where people were laughing that much and that regularly and that and so joyful. That was really great. As well as, um, luckily, there I didn't I didn't worry about the comparisons to the movie because it was a completely different thing. It took place in the theater about the theater, um, and it wasn't so we weren't dealing with a lot of the stuff uh, from the movie. It also you know the movie. What's so brilliant about that film is you're observing it. There aren't a lot of jokes in the sense of like set up punchline. You're right. observing characters, which is what's so brilliant about it. Uh, and Larry Gelbart wrote the script, and geni- you know, he's a genius. Um, this was this is a theater piece where you, you have to be engaged with an audience, and they can't just be observing this story. So, uh, and Robert had to do all of that in the adaptation, and he did. Um, but really, the thing I take away from it, just the family that we created in that cast was is and the crew was great, and I'm they're still very, I'm still very close with all of them. Right. Plus, plus it's plus it was a musical this time, so that's you know another main di- big difference from the film. E- big difference, yeah, P- yes, big difference. Big difference. Well, you combine both musicals and movies for you probably know what I'm gonna say, or every every child out there knows what I'm gonna say. They probably hear your voice and they say, "Oh my gosh, it's Hans from Frozen." <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> do you get do you, does that ever happen to you? Do like do people reckon little do kids say no. notice the voice? No, never. I mean, I'll be on an airplane and, uh, you know, sitting next to me will be a kid watching Frozen. And I'm always <laughs> tempted to lean over and scare the hell out of them. But I don't. Okay, um, you got to do it just one time. <laughs> no, it's pretty great having it's a it's an amazing, very, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was at Carnegie Hall with Kristen Bell and Josh Gad. Uh, we were singing the songs of uh, Bobby and Kristen Lopez and uh and we were talking, you know, it's such it's such a small, it's such a strange little private club that you're in where you have this, you walk around with this big secret, you know, you're walking through Times Square and there's a girl dressed, you know, there's a big doll person dressed up as Elsa, like a strolling character. <laughs> or you go to Disneyland and there are kids dressed up as Anna and Elsa. Or you're at, it's Halloween and ding dong, there's Anna saying trick or treat. It's it's bizarre and great, and uh, it's it's super cool. You know, it's just super super cool. I mean, it's an all timer. Let it go. We'll outlive both of us. Name seriously. I've said it. Good. I've said it before. You know, I worked five days over two and a half years on that movie, and one of the five recording days was just sounds. It was just coughing and breathing and grunting. <laughs> that was an entire day. So five days, two and a half years. I liken it to being a sperm donor to a kid who becomes president. I was kind of involved. <laughs> I was there at the beginning. I know I had a lot to do with that part of it, but I have very little to do with its success at becoming president. And that's how I feel about Frozen. A sperm donor to a kid that's become president. I've never heard that before. I love it. <laughs> I think it's pretty accurate. I think it's Just- pretty accurate. You donate and then you send them off into the unknown. And then, you know, two years later, they become this huge success and they're running the world. And you're like, wow, great. Good job. Proud yeah. of you. I'm I'll so be proud of you. Yeah. Proud of you. Love Hans. Yeah, exactly. Love Prince Hans, the romantic <laughs> hero of the first half. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we, that's hilarious. Well, um, well, very, very cool, Hans of Frozen. Uh, and, you know, Michael Dorsey of, of Tootsie. We can, there's so much. We've talked stage. We've talked film. Um, I want to hit your TV roles really quick. What was it like being in, in uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend as Greg? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was great. That was right after I Cinderella and then Act One on stage. And then uh, Crazy Ex was supposed, you know, it was a musical uh, TV show, which at the time was incredibly new. Aside from like Glee, no one had really done that or Smash. So I had a great time doing that. And I also got to do, uh, I was in Shades of Blue with Jennifer Lopez and Ray Liotta at the same time, which was great. And then fast forward to most recently, the uh, I'm in this most recent season of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon, which people can still watch, playing the uh, manager of a strip club. Exactly what you'd expect for Hans to be doing later in life. <laughs> you know, it's weird being an actor because you, everyone associates you with the last thing you did. And, uh, and yet, if you look back far, you know, I did a, a uh, I was working with Bobby Cannavale on something and I asked him how he was doing and he had just been in a play on Broadway where he played a drug dealer and I was like, how's it going? And he said, he's like, you know, you play one effing drug dealer. <laughs> like all he's getting was drug dealer parts. Right, so, right, um, right. yes, it's strange that, you know, I think after Crazy X, people kept expecting me to play like, you know, depressed alcoholics and then after... You know, after Cinderella, I think people kept thinking, oh, he's just going to keep playing Charming Princes. And then after this, maybe people will keep thinking I'm going to be a, uh, you know, strip club owner. I don't know. Yeah. And did, did you, uh, forgive me if you mentioned, you mentioned, did you mention Mozart in the Jungle? Everyone's got to check that show I out. I didn't. Too. I forgot. You're right. I got to play Mozart in Mozart in the Jungle, also on Amazon, opposite uh, Gail Garcia for now. And, um, and the great Malcolm McDowell and uh, another Bernadette Peters connection. And Bernadette Peters. You're absolutely right. And Crazy. that, my friend, is how we bring it full circle, like a couple of pros, back around. That's right. <laughs> to uh, to Bernadette Peters and yourself, Santino Fontana, and a bunch of local favorites, uh, saluting Carol Burnett at the 2022 Sondheim Award presentation Monday night, May 16th. Uh, Signature Theater is putting it on, but it's going to be at Capital One Hall in Tyson's. Make sure you head to the location because if you go to Signature, they won't be there. <laughs> but um, thank you so much for joining us. And I guess before we run, um, just speak directly to the listeners, you know, tell them, you know, pretend I'm not even here. Just speak directly to them. You know, hey, guys, come on out. It's going to be a good time. Sure. Hey, everybody, please come out Monday, May 16th to the Sondheim celebration of Carol Burnett. What is it called? What are they calling it? The Sondheim? Uh, let me check. Sondheim Award Gala. Sondheim Award Gala. Hey, guys, come out May 16th to celebrate Carol Burnett at the Sondheim Award Gala held by the Signature Theater Company, but in Tyson's, Virginia, in Capital One Hall. Come out. I'm Santino Fontana. Please join me and Bernadette Peters and Carol Burnett. I mean, come on. That's a trifecta right there. You got to come, everybody. Hey, thanks so much for doing this. This was a blast. I particularly loved hearing about the, the air people watching, the kids watching Frozen on the airplane. That's hilarious. You're, you're <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. We'll catch you later. Thanks, man. Yep. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.